What's going on in here? Well, I told you, we're remodeling closets. I knew this was going to happen eventually, but not so soon. Come on, it's a new year, time to start over. Plus, we need more room for all your nasty construction boots. Uh, you mean stiletto heels? Whatever, they take up a lot of space, Imelda. So what's the difference between this year's closet and last year's closet? Well, um, we're going to have more student voice, regular guest editorials. What about the music and the insightful investigative reporting? Um, oh, the gossip. Yeah, that'll still be there. Oh, thank my rainbows. Great. Let's get started. Hand me a glue stick and the glitter. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. Segment. Yes. Hey. Hey. We are here. <laughs> wow. The first day of oh. August, 2007. Oh. Oh. I love summer. Summer is my favorite season. Oh, absolutely. Love it. Oh, my gosh. Love it. I respectfully disagree. Oh, that, that he doesn't like summer? <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, yeah. Why, not, uh, why do you say that, Gabe? <laughs> no, actually, summer is not my favorite season. Uh, I'm more of a spring fall guy. Transition oh. season. You like change. I am changing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. So welcome, Dave. Good I, to see you. Hi, guys. I've been away for July. I was traveling. It's so I, I'm really glad to be back the here. The Eagle has landed. Exactly. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Yes, welcome back. Thank you. My Thank goodness. you very much. Yeah. So what have you been up to, Gabe? Um, you know, not much not stuff. Much. Just stuff. stuff. Any, Busy, any men's we need to know about? Nope, none no? you need to know about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> any ones we don't need to know about that you, <laughs> that you don't want to talk about? No, you know, I've just been writing my weekly letter to, to Prince William and oh, he still hasn't. He hasn't responded hasn't back. Hasn't responded. Oh. But I bet he keeps them all in a separate pile. He probably Tied up does. with a ribbon, you oh. know. And, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Red ribbon. Oh, to match his hair. Oh. 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 I have to excuse myself. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. no, 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 no news in my end. What about you, Dan? Oh, not much. I mean, the only thing I've been really aware of is that, um, as our listeners don't really know, that I um, have a little bit of a foot issue kind of thing. I, I, like a fetish? I, um, no, well, more like I injured my foot. Mm-hmm. And so no. oh, I saw that. I figured. So you were wearing that white boot. I'm like, wow, is that in? I yeah. thought it was. <laughs> yeah, really. That stormtrooper outfit Dan's yeah. wearing is it is uh, you know a little early this year. And so I mean, one of the things that I've been de- dealing with this week is a lot of like I'm always trying to make sure that just because I am uh, just because I'm fat, quite large, or as I love to tell people, I have a large circumference. I love that. Oh. Part of the new PC <laughs> thing is I have a large circumference. That I always try to make sure that people understand that it's like I'm not being lazy that i'm trying to be self-sufficient mm-hmm. and things uh-huh, like this uh-huh. but with this foot thing i have to ask people like can you take this to this other person's office or can you oh. you know can you like mow my lawn for me oh. and things like this and it is so because i don't want to have that that stereotypical people looking you don't want at people me to think you're lazy right, right right exactly the fact is you are injured and you need help from people exactly exactly you need to take I advantage of lazy. the compassion of other people <laughs> yeah, I am the other man. I am lazy I will say um, will you open that for me and they'll be like it's already open I'm like will you open it more <laughs> but you Dan are not lazy you are injured oh my gosh oh. so it's very hard for me to be like asking for help from people people mm-hmm. and i apologize like crazy and one of the other secretaries just laughs at me because i'm like i'm really sorry to make this phone call and they're like dan what do you need like this or whatever and i'm like 
I'm really sorry, but I need you to send a student to deliver this for me or whatever. And she's just like, okay, let me write down. I'm like, oh, thank you. And she you might get used to having people do your bidding. I know. Next right. thing you know, you have a little bell. <laughs> right. Like, bing, 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 bing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Dan. <laughs> I have a paper cut. Uh, yeah. And how is that affecting your, your foot, Dan? I don't know, but I thought I'd let you know. Okay, I thought it would distract me from the pain. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I've been having this really big complex about keeping an image of mm-hmm. non-laziness mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, trying to keep up with, uh, like, oh, I can still do it, and then, you know, fall flat on my face mm-hmm. and just like, oh, okay, maybe I can. Well, well, you have to let us, your friends, help you. Which... I- Yes. You know, and that's not easy. If you're not, if you're used to being self-sufficient, it's actually difficult to let people help you. Oh, it is. And because I'm the helper, I'm the giver. I'm not the taker. It can also be, it can be very healthy though for you to to try the other side and let other people do things for you. I guess guess be more versatile. You're right. So can we stop and keep talking? What 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 are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about the foot here, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, I think right. I mean, trying to be able to be willing to allow people to help me out or things like this—that is the hardest thing. Do you think gay people are more self-sufficient than the average person because maybe they have to be, or do you think that they continue? looking for support mm, from others well i think i don't know i don't think we're any more needier or any more self-sufficient than straight people mm-hmm. you think it's, we're just think, regular people you know i often like to think that day <laughs> that is that is I somebody like should write that, that down <laughs> in a regular very people. profound way i I'd at like least thought i was a double latte person <laughs> oh my word Oh, uh, well, I think, I mean, my initial part was like, oh, well, yeah, definitely. But then I started realizing, oh, no, there are some uh, some folks out there that I just uh, know they are not self-sufficient whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They are so sure. needy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it depends on the level of, of I guess, what, we're, what we've learned or mm-hmm. what... Um, what we've had to do. I mean, some of us, I just like, I think straight people have, they've learned what to do. I mean, I've seen like, you know, where folks have gotten married because they needed someone to always Mm -hmm. be with them Mm -hmm. versus other folks that, you know, are very self-sufficient being by themselves and they're willing just to have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So I guess, yeah, I guess uh, we are, Jeez, oh that could God. be a show in this. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think. I guess we are regular. Oh, we're not as glamorous as I thought we were. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's nothing. There's difference between being regular and not being glamorous. Oh. Okay, because you can be regular and glamorous. That's true. Because I think like Meryl Streep, she's regular and glamorous. I think that oh. Glenn Close is regular and glamorous. Oh, okay. I think that Paris Hilton is neither regular nor glamorous mm. you know so i think that there yeah, is just, right of the three people you listed the one the last one left a bad taste in my mouth i don't know oh well God. you <laughs> should talk to her about that because she makes people sick so <laughs> it, might just, it might be more than a taste yeah. Uh. oh wow. yeah so so uh today uh speaking of foot fetishes we're talking <laughs> about um the well, warm-up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. And um, and yes, and so that's uh, that's going to be kind of interesting. And then later, we're going to be talking about, well, I guess it could almost be close to the warm-up. I right. Because the, the music can set the mood. That's right. Dave mm. looks confused. I'm, the warm-up? I just dropped in, so. <laughs> You're doing calisthenics? Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, we'll leave you in the dark a little okay. bit. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh. So what else, Dave? What's been going on with you? Well, you know how I've been trying to find a queer presence at work? 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, like from Queer Santa. Well, with my, I have my little dog Santa. leash, uh, dog collar on my suitcase, and I've been rolling that around the airports all across the country. And uh, now what I have discovered is I, fu- I saw someone else with the exact same collar no. on their suitcase. No. Yeah. Isn't that great? <gasps> you found Finally, a queer I found. Some, well, I didn't get a chance to see the person or see, or even introduce my or say anything because I was running to a gate. I was running to get to to another flight. Omg! Do you even know like who it was? No, I, I never. I, I didn't recognize. Him, you but should I just, post <laughs> the misconnections on Craigslist. Oh, they have that. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> you have a gay collar in your suitcase. Oh yeah. Me, who are you? Yeah. Also a gay collar yeah. in suitcase. Well, and I was talking to one of my fellow pilot friends just last night and he said that he has flown with two gay captains <gasps> first wow. officers fly with captains typically and so the, he, he has discovered that two of the captains he flew with in the past few weeks are gay oh wow thought, well where have they been I when, know why haven't I been assigned to these flights absolutely <laughs> I, get absolutely. All this, I get all the straight crews and I just I, I don't understand. Well, it. you know, people love stra- you know sometimes cruising straights. Would I mean, you stop. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you stop. So, I, so, so are you going to so, start a club well, or something? I think we need to have some kind of a, an organization of gay people in the company. What would Just you call kind of, it? I don't uh, queer flyers. I don't know. Uh, but but there's already the national. There already is. How about a rainbow gay, pink unicorn wings? That's a little long, but uh. I like your idea. I like <laughs> that. But what, we do have a gay. There is a gay pilots association across the country. Really? Yes. Yeah, of which I'm uh, a half member. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, we're going to try and do some networking through that, and kind of keep a list mm. of the, the of the crews we fly with, who's family, who's not, and uh, then of the ones who are difficult people, we're going to put a little minus mark next to a little plus mark next to the ones we like. Wow, yeah, kind of, just, a little, just a little back list, to kind of a exactly like kind of like a pilot black book. Yeah, you know. So, yes. so you, I mean, you got to know in your in the company where you work, who your friends are. And, who, and who's going to be trouble. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, that but would be... But you should work on building bridges. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I think you could... But if you build, build a... But you uh, got to know that there's a bridge necessary to be built before yes. you can build a bridge, right? You need, you need to know sure. what, what you're up against and whether there's going to be trouble or not. So I so, don't anticipate trouble. I'm just so saying trouble that like you from, just know who you're from non-allies or trouble from like other gay people who are mean? No, I'm not, I'm not expecting any gay people to be mean. I'm expecting them all to be really cool people. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really glamorous, really special. Right. Awesome. Not yes. regular people. But just in case. Yeah, just in case. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that just, it's nice to know in where you work when you have other family members. Right. I just yes. it's just nice to know. Yes. So absolutely. that's what we're that's what we're working on on next. And so now it's nice to hear, as I heard last night, that there are other gay pilots out there. So so you think that there, maybe you've started this trend about the gay dog collar on the briefcase. Maybe. I, so I've seen one other one in in the Newark airport, and we'll see if there are any more that come up. You hear that gay gay dog collar on suitcase? <laughs> well, I just, it's, it, does, it could be any kind of little uh, pride symbol. Flare. I just happen to use a collar because it fits nice on the suitcase. Flare in the air. Flare in the air. Oh, nice. I like that. Show Trademark some flare. Our air flare. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I think we can work with that one. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. So that's what I've been up to. And uh, wow. Uh, what well, you know? What, since we're on the pilot thing, mm-hmm. so okay. So this so Northwest has been really like um, in the news I've been locally. Vic- to their cancellations. Oh. I've tried to get back and when I have to go to work, I, I commute 500 miles to go to Newark and I go through Detroit wow. and I either take Northwest Airlines or I take Continental. And, oh, I've wow. had this, and I've had cancellations of flights and I haven't been able to get 
to or from, and it's been very difficult. So what do you, so what do you call your like your your group and say, look, I can't even get out of or what happens um, then? If I if I can't get to work, I get in, I get kind of a little black mark against me. I get in tr- I get a little <gasps> oh. bit in trouble. But it's not your fault. I know, but it's you know. It's not something you want when you're a new hire, as I am. Absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely yeah. not. So, do you think it, that part of the issue is because of the the um, the lack of pilots? Or oh, it, it absolutely is. It, and, oh, okay. and, and, and interestingly enough, what Northwest will say is the flight was canceled due to operational issues. I don't think they're ever going to publicly say, unless uh, pressed, that it was due to crew. But uh, they, um, all of the airlines are hiring right now, and it, that's really really good. Business is great for the airlines and. Uh, Unfortunately, Northwest is behind the power curve. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they're, uh, they don't have enough, and they got way behind in their hiring. Got and it. So they have had to cancel. You know, they'll cancel one or two hundred flights in a day across the country. That's a lot of flights. That's a lot. Because you know, all these, all those people who are trying to get somewhere can't. Right. And they have to get on the next flight, which is already almost full. So right. it's a cascading problem. It's terrible, wow. and it, and you it creates so much unhappiness at the airport. People are angry and Absolutely. bitter. Absolutely. They want to get somewhere and they can't, and it's and it's really bad. Right. And so uh, you imagine one or two hundred flights a day. It works out to maybe a thousand flights oh in a month gosh. easily. Wow. Um, and then you think how many people are on that flight. Yes, you know that's what thirty thousand people. You and know, it, and and it's it's basically kind of deferred business because those those people are going to still buy a ticket to go somewhere at some point right. to get to get home. Right. But it but I mean the the airline does lose a lot of money because they have to give free flights and there's a whole bunch. It's just it's a big oh, wow. terrible mess. So it is in fact true to lack of staffing, and and Northwest promises they're going to be hiring more people. Okay. But other airlines are having the same problem. There are there. Well, right. It just happens to be that Northwest is our local our local one mm-hmm. and happens to be the one that's doing it the most because i heard like there was yeah like southwest was also sure. having issues flights get canceled. And, and flights you know. are, are already being canceled this time of year because of weather huge d- delays uh, and cancellations because of thunderstorms and the public doesn't understand that either they oh, think, oh i didn't know we'll that just either go flying yeah but right but we don't fly into some thunderstorms we fly around them and gotcha. and, and uh thunderstorms or or snowstorms or yep. ice storms or yep. whatever will shut down an airport temporarily for for hours at a time right and then all those flights get delayed and that causes more problems so there's see i think because i can relate to like the winter storms like the snow or ice because i'm like oh yeah i can do that with my car yeah but i don't understand like well i drive through a thunderstorm yeah yeah <laughs> you, you know? don't do that you know? in an airplane no right, th- exactly. thunderstorms actually can tear an airplane apart well well yeah big yeah. L- big large metal object yeah. right in the middle of a cloud <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it kind of normally clouds are very nice places to <laughs> yeah, <be. laughs> yeah exactly exactly but yeah so wow so because i i See, I'm a big thing. I'm a big pro union person, and mm. so I tend to listen to the union points of mm-hmm. view before I listen to management. Mm-hmm. And 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 the, I have the saying that I heard a long time ago is that you don't need a union if you've got good management. That that may be true, you know, but I'll tell so. you, the last place I worked was which was a flight school mm-hmm. as an instructor. Right. We, we had no union, and we had we had we had good management, but. Right. But my, I had no benefits really to speak of, and I was lucky to have any health insurance at all, even though it wasn't great. So having a union is a collective way of bargaining and making a contract happen and and making uh, management uh, abide by policies and contracts and everything so right. yeah I, I i'm not really a, a union person either however because i'm in a union now okay i feel i have a much better work environment than right. i would have without it right right so i'm very grateful about yeah it. yeah and that's the, and that's the queer aviation report 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's right. That's right. No, that's the thing because I, I really truly think that it was like you know, it has to be that because even if it is absenteeism, yeah. then okay, then why don't have enough pilots to fill in? Well, I mean, then and, there's and the for instance, uh, the FAA requires that the maximum number of hours a pilot can fly as an, air, an airline pilot is a hundred hours a month. Right, hundred hours a month. The contract that Northwest has is actually ninety hours a month. Right. And that's that's fine. Yep. But uh, if Northwest keeps working all these pilots to death, the ones who are who are there right. works them to death, then they max out by the end of the month, and there's no more pilots left at the end of the month to fly. Right. So obviously they have to take care of that by hiring more more people. But it takes time to to get people trained, and and you just can't hire anybody. I mean, they right. they're obviously want to hire. Hopefully, want to hire people who are qualified and good workers. Not everybody who has a pilot certificate is necessarily a good worker. Right. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not everybody that <laughs> yeah. works for a union is a good worker either. Exactly. Unfortunately, they're the ones that are getting the press, not the, yeah. the good workers mm-hmm. that are actually, yeah, that are um, actually, yeah. So I think that that's, it's kind of like that nice balancing act. Because I argue a lot of times just because I'm in a union. And so mm-hmm. therefore, um, and I can definitely see like the history of, of our union and things and why we, we needed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they first started, it was like we were getting less than minimum wage. I mean, it was mm-hmm. like, you know, and for the work that the folks were doing was just like, like what? Like, and so then, you know, now, yes, we may be, we may be pushing it a little bit, but um, nothing like... Um, I think some of the auto companies have done, but I mean, I think that this is, there's a, yeah, I think there's some interesting. Yeah. Having a union, you have, you have a, a, uh, a way of having the collective body mm-hmm. as one force. Right. And it's, and it's just like, uh, banning gay people together, gays, lesbians, yep. transgender, and everybody. Right. Because if two or three gay people go to a congressman and say, hey, we need to change some things here. Absolutely. They're like, yeah, 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 great, great, great. Right. Now, if a thousand people or the gay union yeah. goes to Congress and right. says, you guys got to change this, this, yeah. this is, this is wrong. Then there's and I think that that's what force. we hear. And you're absolutely right because that's how Michigan Equality works, um, or in the Triangle Foundation works. It's basically they have so many people in that area. So when a senator says no, or, or uh, oh, I've got no gay people in my area, yeah. it's like, well, actually, now I know Triangle Foundation does not use the release their names, mm-hmm. but they says we know of at least this many. And, um, uh, and, you know, it's arts and crafts here. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, why I'm giggling or changing the topic is we're talking about pilots and suddenly Gabe is making a paper airplane. That is, um, that is so, that is just sweet. And he's probably making that, I'm sure, for me to play with. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this we want to make be, sure you feel at home. This may be part of the discussion on, on uh, X- know, yeah, foreplay. Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Giving gifts. Exactly. <laughs> so, oh, um, so, anyway, so. So yeah, so then that's Michigan Equality is able to go and say, well, look, and we and, and kind of like say yes yeah. to our people in your area. With you the are Triangle Foundation us. and and uh, RAP and mm-hmm. all these groups, united we stand. Absolutely, right? you know? Yep, exactly. So let's take a quick break and that is um, a nice airplane. Absolutely. Ooh, <laughs> wow. We'll just yes. And um, and we'll come back and we're gonna talk. Actually, we're gonna switch up a little bit. We're gonna maybe talk about music. Absolutely. I like music. Yes.
So, um, I love music. <laughs> you do love it. So, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite song right now or anything, Dan, Dave? Yes. What? I was just listening to um, Songs of Bernadette by um, Bette Midler. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Songs of Bernadette. Yes. Is it a new one? Uh, no, it's an old one. Have you heard her do the Rosemary Clooney songbook? No. It's excellent. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. to be no, go to the uh-huh, store. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Dave, you have a favorite uh, tune right now? Uh, I don't have a favorite tune necessarily, but I am very excited because this month I'm going to see Rufus Wainwright. <gasps> Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> just, Dave just ran on August twenty fourth in Michigan, Michigan Theater. August twenty fourth, Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor. I on love Street. Oh well, you know, and I saw him on the late night uh, with David Letterman show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I saw him. I think it was now a month ago, and he is such a cute smile. Have you seen him? Just he, it was so real, and just uh, I just adore him. I just well, we're not listening great. to him today, but <laughs> we are listening Still, to Batman. Learn no, no, we are listening. So this is very salient in my head because, you know, uh, my computer, I I recently got it, got a little um, tune up for it. And they're like, you need an external hard drive because you have too much music. I'm like, really? I don't want to get rid of any of it. I didn't want to get rid of any of it, rid of any of it, right? So, so I had to switch everything over to external hard drive and I'm looking through my new music and, and yeah. And I, I picked some songs, some okay. new, some new emerges, emerging queer artists that, oh, I nice. that are just underneath the radar or they're about to make it big or they have like this huge cult mm-hmm. following. Okay. Okay. So, um, so, so maybe you out there will add this to your, 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 your shopping list of songs mm-hmm. to, to purchase or acquire. That's right. Um, you know, cause, uh, because we really need to be supporting our fellow queer Absolutely. artists. Yes. Absolutely. United we stand. <laughs> we were just right. talking about that's, that. That's right. So, so the first duo I'm, um, I'm introducing you to is Tegan and Sarah. And Tegan and Sarah actually have been around for a little while, and they're really well known um, in the lesbian community. They're twins. Oh, wow. Uh, they're 27 years old. They're twins from Canada, and they're both lesbians. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, even though they're like pretty much under the um, mainstream radar, there's, there's a huge, really awesome uh, cult following. Um, so this song is from their new album, which just came out. And, um, called? It, the album is called The Con. Okay. And this is the title track from that. I listened in, yes, I'm guilty of this. You should know this. I broke down and wrote you back before you had a chance to forget, forgotten. I am moving past this giving notice. I have to go. Yes, I know the feeling. No, you're leaving. So that's just a little taste of this. So the album is amazing. Wow. And it's their last album that really made them famous. And, um, you know, sometimes they get mad at TV. So, uh, at TV? Let me, uh, there's more. Oh, okay. I, I mean, yes, as a sort of, you know, general thing, I get mad at TV. But um, so there's, there's, art, there's shows like on the WB, like One Tree Hill, uh-huh. like, or, and shows like that, and Dawson's Creek. Yes. And they have this propensity to take 
music that I love and commercialize it. Oh. So Tegan and Sarah last year had a, a song on One Tree Hill, which is a WB show. Right. Um, their single, their huge single was Walking with a Ghost. Um, oh. And then NBC used them on a commercial. And then Grey's Anatomy used them. And then Ver- Veronica Mars used them. So, oh. you know, and, so, and one way I'm sort of like, oh, awesome. I'm so glad that you're getting... Um, getting exposure for these awesome awesome artists but the right. other part is like i knew them first no <laughs> fair so so yeah so that's tegan and sarah um the next the next um artist uh it's a duo um goddess and she uh, and and we're gonna listen to um the album uh a single off their latest album called um love you better and i first heard about these um this duo on logo and oh. I watched their video a couple times, and it's an awesome, uh, awesome, um, an awesome duo from originally for they're from Madison, Wisconsin, and they're based out of New York. So have a listen, and I think you'll be surprised. love song that on my mind all the time but i can't express it to you because you're already taken but your girl's a fool i wish we would have met when you were single i would have swept you right off feet and made your body tingle correct me if i'm wrong but i feel your energy there's something in the air we got a sexual chemistry that's so deep we can't deny it but when i start to feel that i can't do nothing about it so i wait laying back chilling in the cut Hoping someday it'll just be us Till then, I could just live through my daydreams Kinda like a drug, cause I'm feeling like a fiend Or like a teen, having fantasies that's distracting me Sexual by nature, make it hard to breathe Someday you will be mine So that's, I love that's that. That's Goddess and She. And what's really cool is they're part of this like emerging even subculture in in um, queer music, homo hop, like oh, hip hop. Oh, I love or it. Queer hip hop. Yes. So the the rapper is Goddess, and then uh, the vocalist is her name's She. Um, and um, so they they liken Goddess uh, her rap style to Debrat and some other folks. But I just think it's a really amazing duo. And what's awesome yes. is their video. Um, so it's uh, it's goddess who's rapping mm-hmm. and she sort of uh, is targeting her rap towards this this girl who's with this guy and if you didn't know anything about who who goddess and she were you'd think that she was singing about the guy and, but it, at the oh. end of the song she ends up dancing with the girl and it's just an awesome uh, so again they're like totally really under the radar they've appeared on the L word um, nice. you know I don't feel so bad when the L word you know sort of gives Promotes. exposure to yes. queer artists but um, yeah so that song's called Love You Better um, and all these are available on iTunes and eMusic and a bunch of other places too so is that seem to be the, the I don't I haven't watched a lot of videos with a lot of uh, the gay uh, gay artists but I was wondering or queer artists I was wondering is that seem to be like the 
theme where they they play on the the bisexuality or the or the play where you think they're to the woman's talking about the man and they're actually talking about the woman or you know i don't know if that's necessarily a theme i think what really connects with people is finally finding love songs and songs about affection and crushes <laughs> and care it. that speak to them in terms of you know this is about another guy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and now i don't have to pretend that celine dion is thinking about you know right. another french canadian chick you know right so, right so i think that's what connects with me like knowing that goddess is singing about another woman yes like just makes the song so much like cooler to me absolutely because it's really about the the love not about the the particular sexual organs or, or things right. like this it's like and, you, know. you know that really comes out in this next one so oh. this one is the singer songwriter his name's jay brennan brannon sorry um and uh this song is called bodies a temple and it's beautiful it's amazing so let's listen to that real quick and i'll tell you a little bit more about him okay Perfect body, perfect smile Your touch renders me servile I love the, the way you speak to me So sweet and obscene The way you smell of chlorine I'm addicted Crave you endlessly, and I feel useful on my knees, and I take comfort at your feet. They say your body's a temple. Well, boy, were they right? This feels so simple. I could kiss you all night, and I could spend forever in the palm of your hand. But when the clock strikes twelve, oh, you'll go home to another man. So see, that, now, see, that's my type of music. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Nice and quiet, nice Absolutely. and singer-songwriter. Something and you kind of cuddle and you just kind of... Totally. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. So, so this guy, Jay Brandon, he's he's this gay artist. And, uh, you know, the, have you heard of the movie... And he's Sh- a cutie. Short Bus? Yes. Mm-hmm. Short Bus. It's a movie by John Cameron Mitchell. Right. And who did Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And the big thing about Short Bus is all the sex scenes in it are not simulated. So they're real sex scenes. Oh, wow. Um, and to completion. So so um, he's in this movie, plays a gay character who's a singer songwriter, and he sings one of the songs on Short Bus. Nice. So as he's trying to keep, cha- make his name and stuff, he also went on YouTube and recorded a song, and uh, he did it on the toilet. I was just about to say, as soon as I saw his picture, I was like, like, oh, I know who this person is. <laughs> I know I know why. So I know he him. did this YouTube video on the toilet, and the 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 um, complaints that he got was that he was doing it shirtless. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, um, he's on the loo. Yeah. <laughs> so, which I always take my shirt off when I'm on the loo. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so that was the big complaint. But he's like the number seven like most accessed artist on YouTube. Oh yeah. Um, and his wow. his. Uh, his uh, album just came out and um so he's really yeah because he does have variety i mean he also does one in the kitchen when he just moves in yes uh-huh, and, uh-huh. um yeah 
He seems like a really nice guy. I mean, yeah. he just seems really just. And he's cute to boot. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It always helps when they're it good. Always looking. helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially shirtless. So. Speaking of which, that's a good lead into our next artist. I'm helping you out your I know, game. I'm really. trying. So, so uh, our next artist is actually a crossover. He's going from acting to singing. Oh. Um, and some of his, his movies, the titles are Bearing Leather, Gang Bang Cafe, Conquered, Pornstruck 2, have you have you heard any of these? Uh, yeah, I've heard. Of, I was all. Cl- I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is um, this is Colton Ford, who is uh, an adult movie star, um, who's crossing over into the world of electronic dance stuff. Nice. Um, so this song is called "The Way You Love." Let's let's hear a quick quick section of that. And his song, The Way um, You Love. Um, so, like, how did you discover him? Um, you know, I have my... my uh, I, videos? Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> music videos. Music videos. He has a music video. That's yes, a, yes, yes, that's, that's it. what it music is. Video. He's yes. getting a lot of um, exposure. Yeah. Oh. So, um... I don't know. I think that it's an and interesting song. And he's not too bad looking either. I mean, well, I just looked him up on the uh, web, so that's why I was like, oh, not bad. <laughs> so, so I don't know. That song's really heavily produced. Um, it has a decent beat. He has a lot of uh, like you can hear the falsetto is pretty heavily influenced by um, Prince, and it, the song tries really hard. So mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens. Yeah. So so check out those four artists. We heard Tegan and Sarah, um, Goddess, and She. Um, we also heard Jay Brennan and Colton Ford. So now, those are four queer artists that are emerging. Right. Now, not to dispel, now to, I guess, maybe dispel, to dispel maybe something. You, by working at the office that you do, mm-hmm. do you get a lot of folks that just automatically submit stuff to you? We do. We get, uh, much like the radio station does, right? So they, a lot of people just send their CDs as promos. And gotcha. I don't discover as many artists that way, but, okay. um, but certainly, like, if you're out there and, and you want to, you, you want, us to talk about your music then send 
Absolutely. WCBN, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's one of the things that, because each of them were, I mean, there was a, quite a variety that you, you brought tonight. And so mm-hmm, that's why I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. So it wasn't just one genre, which I was expecting you to do, actually. <laughs> I was really thinking like, okay, it's going to be one thing and we're going to talk about, it. but I liked how you had the variety. Man cannot survive on Britney alone. <laughs> uh, okay. Even though she does have a new single coming out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. World, watch out. Oh, my word. Exactly. So, yeah. And, and I think that's the other thing, you know, that, that queer people are hitting all of these genres. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about, um, you know, electronic dance. Right. Music. I mean, and, that's out there, but it's it's so much more varied. And, and especially if, when you tune in to, like, for instance, like when I've gone to, like, uh, AOL Radio or um, other, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, other, like, on the internet or stuff. Or Pandora Radio. Right. Or, or something like, like that. Where you yeah. go in, it's it's always the, the electronic with the bar music that you hear. Right. And but there's so much like, more out there. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and especially if, if, if uh, like, outlets like the WB and, like, Veronica Mars and, like, Grey's Anatomy can pick up a band like Tegan and Sarah. Like, I think that you know the the possibility of them hitting mainstream exactly is and really that's why there. another good reason to listen for classes for clothes because we will play that music we will yeah, absolutely we will. and hopefully maybe even have them on the air hey that, what a possibility um, that would be sweet absolutely. Sarah, if you're listening <laughs> as they do Down every my week digits, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so Gabe what do you look for I mean how do you pick because these were pretty good I really enjoyed them and, uh-huh, uh-huh. and to be honest with you I I was listening to them as the audience or our listeners were listening to them and 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 really like wow I was really and how do how do you choose good music? You know, I look at a lot of really good music blogs that sort of talk oh. about what's new and upcoming. And I, I try to, um, and, you know, I'm of two two sort of camps. Like, I really like the top 40 pop stuff that mm-hmm. you hear at the clubs. But I also, like, like I said, like, I like feeling like, you know, I've listened to bands that haven't even been blah, blah, blah. But right. it's just, you know, not true. But it's always nice to meet other people who like the same stuff, exactly. no matter how obscure it is. Right? right, right. So a lot of it is, like, friends, like, sharing playlists and, like, seeing playlists in different places. So Got it. And, and a lot of times, like, the really popular mainstream queer artists, like Rufus, like, who do they have opening for them? Mm. Like, Erasure, Erasure is, is coming to Detroit, and Got they have it. Young Love opening for them. And Young Love is this this uh, this guy who is this really upbeat, like, really high-energy techno sort of music. And he's, again, under the radar, but I think he's going to be huge. Like, so I think mm. it just, I think it's just a matter of time. Absolutely. And I think that what's really cool is that a lot of these bands are okay with not being the huge bands because they know that their following is so like it's dedicated it's queer it's 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 what they're looking for right right i can't remember who it was that i was listening to that was saying that she actually was a pink Mm-hmm. That was where she dropped out of rock and roll or out of the big music scene because she was just like these huge venues was not what she thought right. music was about. That she liked mm-hmm. like in the in like her day it was about going to the coffee houses or going to um, uh, uh, small stores or whatever and going to listen to mm-hmm. other other folks' music you right. know mm-hmm. and and you know maybe even if they felt like it collaborating you know and while they're doing so it's kind of a neat and it's um, always nice to see like the cycle of what's popular music like so it used to be boy bands and Britney and Christina right mm-hmm. and now it's getting towards a n- different place and I think it's really good that music will cycle through and exactly so good so, all right yeah. well let's take a quick break um, and uh, we're gonna be uh, you know maybe setting the mood setting the mood with music and so we'll see you on the other side
And we're back. You're listening to <laughs> okay. Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN. And we are joined by... By Beth from the Safe Sex Store. Hey, over everyone. S3 yes. in the house. Yes, exactly. As Gabe said, we were trying to get our chairs because there's only two of them in, in here when we first got here. And... And we pulled in all these chairs, and he's like, oh, we have a lady coming. We have to make sure we have a nice chair she for her. She will not sit in that chair. She is a lady. I would not sit in that chair. Well, thank you. So, welcome. So one of the things that, I mean, we, we've talked a lot many times on the show is about, like, condoms and lube and a variety of different things. And instead of talking about, the, I guess I call it the penetrative sex or the, what you know, like, what is sex or whatever, I thought we could talk about something a little bit different. Like, you know, maybe just exploring your partner without necessarily engaging in 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 I guess oral sex or um, you know the the so not the even hardcore. the appetizer well, well kind well, of it can be an appetizer, appetizer yes. or are we talking about like what the or like no we're definitely talking about appetizers appetizer yeah. so we always talk about the main course now we're we talking usually about talk about the main course mm-hmm. and then the dessert well but what if you have a lot of appetizers as your dinner. You can definitely do that. Because yeah. I'm apt I've to do that. that you can yeah. definitely do that. <laughs> One thing that's that's interesting is um, we live in instant gratification world, and mm. we yes. probably all you know realize that. So we're always focused on the end result, you know, right. and that's what we always talk about. Yep. We always talk about the end result, you know, with the intercourse and and whatnot. So let's just. Get yeah. simple. Let's just talk about you know ha- holding hands and what you can do and what um, we were talking about earlier is creating boundaries for yourself before right. you get yourself into a situation that you don't know how to you know retract from in mm-hmm. terms of an intimacy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's just talk about what a boundary would be and define that for your individual self and your partner, and then talk about how you can still have fun and be intimate because intimacy means different things for all people. Mm-hmm. And one thing, especially with the media, the media always depicts the the end result. Absolutely. We always talk about the end result. So, you know, holding hands can be very intimate. Absolutely. Massaging can be very intimate. And then there's a ton of products that you can also use then to spice it up. You know, it doesn't have to be this, you know. Like chocolate? Like chocolate. Like chocolate water sauces. <laughs> yes. And that's great that you brought that up because I was going to say. How you know there is it does you can't be concerned about that. no you can't <laughs> that's gonna be distracting <laughs> but you're working it off anyway that's so, right you know exactly. and the harder you work the, uh, the better the more you burn uh, that's right yeah. something so there's other products like body chocolate well body chocolates but we get people asking us questions about um, the uh, flavor lubricants oh yeah um, flavored yeah. lubricants and we always advise people not to use flavor lubricants internally well what, we, what, what do you need them for you know right. That's right. the response that we get. The uh-huh. blank look on their face. Uh-huh. Flavored lubricants are awesome to utilize with a partner on the body. Right. You know, anywhere. Pulse points, erogenous zones. And each person's erogenous zone is different. Mm-hmm. So communicate with your partner. Discuss uh. what is, you know, is stimulating to that individual. And then play from there. You know, I tried, I tried a bubble gum. I tried a bubble gum flavor the mm-hmm. other day. And it. It was like bubblegum. Yes. I was very surprised. One of my favorite Good thing it is, didn't say watermelon. I know. <laughs> One of my favorite is uh, called, uh, it's by ID, and uh-huh. it's called Juicy Fruit. And if you remember the Juicy Fruit gum, the, oh. it is amazing Juicy Fruit gum. Wow. So their flavors have gotten better over the years. We've been in business 12 years, and over the 12 years, I've seen a definite improvement in those flavors. Um, one thing, too, to, to note is that when you are tasting and making your your selection never taste 
the lubricant directly. You always want to rub it on the skin first because oh. it will dissipate that pungency. Wow. So Good point. It, it's oh. like it's oh. like perfume or cologne. Perfect. Like when you put it on, it smells different because it's heat activated. Yep. Oh. I have I've learned never, something I today. I was excited about that either. <laughs> yeah, it tastes so much better once you, you know, yeah. and then incorporate it in that fashion. So... Pulse points. <laughs> what are pulse pa- points? Pulse points. Um, actually, chakra points. There's you have different mm-hmm. chakra points mm-hmm. on your body, starting uh-huh. at the tip of your head, and then there are nine as you go down the body. But there's you know on your on your pulse, at your wrist, at your neck. Same thing like an erogenous zone, but you oh. know the pulse points. So like so, picture where a vampire would bite. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, picture where a vampire. And then pulse so, points. Uh, also erogenous points. Depending on the person. Some so, can but, be and some might but not be. How would you use a pulse point? I mean, you, like, I'm looking at my wrist. Massage. Massage. Oh. And then also by pushing on those pulse points, you can relax your partner. Um, we have some great, great videos and uh, books that will depict the different methods for massage and then incorporating oils into that and incorporating the flavored lubricants. Now, the flavored lubricants, obviously, we want to stick to, you know, enjoying um, and certain parts of the body, not the entire body, because they mm-hmm. do contain sugar and sugar gets sticky. So you wouldn't want to use that for massage. Uh, but you know, mm. something that you want to lick off your partner's ear, you know, nibble on the breast, if that boundary is acceptable to the person. Right. right. And then with oils, um, if it is a true oil and if you're in doubt, make sure that you look at your ingredients. But if it's a true oil, you want to make sure to not do any genital massaging with an oil. Tell us why. Gen- or any type of an oil will trap bacteria against the skin, and you might not realize that there's something there, and then you might, you know, lead to an infection. So, hmm. what if someone wanted to use like virgin olive oil or something? On the back, on uh. the back, the arms, the legs, fine. Just make sure this, you know, steer clear of the, the genital area. And then, if any type of latex is being incorporated, and we're not talking about condoms, we're talking about any dental type dams. of an adult mm-hmm. product, even a dental dam. If you're going to, you know, use that as your barrier method. You do not want to mix the oils with the latex because that will completely eat and disintegrate hmm. the latex. So, and very true with adult products. So, when you're making your selection for an adult product, make sure that you know what type of material you are buying. So, we we actually have been switching more to silicone products, and silicone seems to be much better because it's non-porous, easier to clean, and then you don't have to worry about any type of, um, you know, allergies, individual allergies. So, so, so what I feel like what you're saying, like in general, is like we should change the way we think in terms of like sex and intimacy. The goal is that end product, the penetrative sex and completion, right? But yeah, but there's a lot of stuff that isn't that doesn't go that far down the road. That's just as great, just as great, and just as intimate, mm-hmm. and also as satisfying and pleasing to get to know your partner. Um, again, I always talk about holding hands. You, right. you know, you don't see people holding hands anymore, mm-hmm. or you, you know, don't realize how sexy that can be. You know, just looking at your partner's hands, massaging your partner's hands, looking, you know, touching, caressing, um, is you know, fantastic and very erotic. 
Got it. Oh, there's a there's a squeaky. There's a squeaking noise in there in our headphones, and so we're trying to figure out what the squeaky noise is. And I think it might be us moving the table <laughs> as we're as we're as we're as talking. We're, with our we're not as moving we're the table, doing anything else. See, well, what we're trying to do is we're you know massaging the table. That's right, exactly. Showing how massages can extra, go. Extra, we could, extra we could massage somebody on the air right now. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely communicate, you know, with one another and find out what's what's comfortable and acceptable in terms of that sharing of your of your body parts because you don't have to get yourself into that you know well one of the things that I, that I like about this particular topic is that this is how I've always discovered discovered things about my partner I mean things like you know like how and like what is it that is going to turn them on that I can get them to a certain uh, point in our in our uh, relationship or whatever and I guess that this, this is the part where I it's almost like a meditative state where I just slow everything down mm-hmm. and just, you know, take a long time on this one particular area to figure out how to manipulate this one particular area of their body. Yeah, to, they, they may not you know, know necessarily what turns exactly. them on. That is true. Yeah. Right. That is true. And, so they need somebody, uh, a thoughtful partner, to sort of explore right. different ways of touching, rubbing, different areas. Yeah. Well, I mean, what? especially the male community. I mean, we're always heard about you know going to the bar, and it's like, okay, boom, we're done. Wham, and bam, thank you, ma'am. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, where we just go in there and we're done, and we walk out. But we, how often in the male community, especially, do we have where you know we actually take time and and actually explore someone else's body? You know, and I can't speak for women, but I mean, this is also, from my understanding, is also a way to. Get somebody in the mood if they're not in the mood. I mean, guys yeah. can switch gears very quickly. I mean, watching a football game and then, oh, sex, <laughs> boom, I'm ready to go. You know? And, <laughs> and like, that we are wired differently. You know, right. men and women are definitely wired differently. And that's one thing that, you know, you can explore. And so, um, but by slowing it down, though, right. is very important. And one thing that I recently had a conversation with uh, some friends about foreplay does not start, you know, in the bedroom. No. Foreplay starts. When you wake up, when you Absolutely. walk through the door, when you get home from work, you know, and it's that those just gentle moments that you just stop for that moment, you give an embrace, you give right. a kiss mm-hmm. to your partner. Or even writing a little notes of like, oh, what completely. I can't wait you to get home because I can't wait to do this. Yeah, well, you're or... talking just about intimacy in a relationship, and that I think that's great anytime yes. and all the time, really. Yes, I mean, yes. Just yeah. even walking by your partner and just brushing up against their you mm-hmm. know, shoulders yes. and giving a little pat and just giving that reassurance mm-hmm. is really important. Yeah. So you're and saying that, I shouldn't pass by my partner and like try to hit all their pulse points? Uh, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you, that would be awkward. Exactly. It's interesting. I think probably it can take it can take maybe years to really learn your partner so deeply that yeah. you know all their special points and, and they're discovering for themselves too and, and hopefully they're exploring that area with you too. Yeah. Right. In, um, this is pretty interesting with uh, marriage counseling and you know couple counseling. I have known that um, if the sex is not there and there's a breakdown somewhere, what the counselors of, often will advise is to slow it down, stop, and not focus in on that as being the goal, mm-hmm. and actually refrain from that. So you you give a certain activity to the partner. Okay, you're just going to massage the, your partner's back this evening, and that's all you can do. Wow. What that does is that, that you're building up this anticipation and this tension inside right. the body that, you know. Whose uh, phone? 
Oh. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Nobody ever calls me. I totally forgot to turn it on, on vibrate. Exactly. It would always be a vibrate. Uh, vibrating a ring. Well, I mean, but that's another good thing. It's also using vibrating. Uh, you know, the egg or even just other types of uh, right. And products. That, those products do not have to be used in the genital area and do not have to be used for penetration as, either. We actually just got in um, stainless steel. Uh, they're dongs and dildos. Wow. And you can use those as a form of massage by putting them into, right now, it's so hot outside, warm. Yeah. You know, we're all mm. sticky and humid. And who wants to use an oil on the body? Right. I don't want oil on my body right now. Absolutely, Absolutely not. Yeah. So you can, to cool the body down, use a edible massage powder, right. lightly dusted on the body, and then take one of the stainless steel products, put it in the refrigerator or freezer, Get it nice and cold, and then use that on the body and the skin, and just you know tickle and tease, oh, and that wow. that is extremely sensual. Absolutely, and you wow! Can, you know, do that with vibrators as well. People are taking notes. I can hear it. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> well, I also hope that people will open up their. I guess user ability with these products as yes. well because you know you can come and walk into my store and it might be a little intimidating to see a wall of vibrators if you're not accustomed to them right. but they are a fabulous absolutely fabulous yeah. form of, of sharing oneself but also getting to know your own body right. and what you know, it feels good, and it, it is safe. It is com- completely safe sex. Right. So. Well, and I think that's the other thing, and I, I don't know if, I guess maybe I'm, I, I'm getting off the topic a little bit, but I think the thing is where, I mean, even with your other partner masturbating or whatever and, show, and showing me how, how what pleasures them or gets them into the mood, I mean, is a way for me to... I mean, it's not. I'm not doing any touching or whatever, but it is a form of intimacy. But I think that knowing how that partner is uh, uses maybe a toy. That's the only thing they can they do, or a certain spot on themselves. You yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's amazing how many people are very shy or intimidated to absorb their you know partner doing something of that fashion. Right. Yet they're ready to sleep with them. Yes. You know, it's yes. okay to, you know, have that type of intim- intimacy, but visually watching them pleasure themselves is just too That's, much. Why do you think that is? It's because of the taboos, you know, hmm. especially with women. Sure. You know, women, we're not allowed to touch ourselves down there. No, that's not right. You know, we're supposed right. to be good little girls. And it's it's really sad that, okay, that's not acceptable, but then sleeping with multiple people, that is acceptable. Right. <laughs> so. right. So these are all like really awesome ideas. And so what what is are there is there something that are there guides out there? Yeah, or like are there books? guides to intimacy and uh, exploring a partner to find out what areas are special to them? There, there pub- I'm talking like publications, publications correct. There are many, many massage any books that you out could there. Um, actually, Jay Wiseman does a really nice job, and we just got um, one of his massage books. Mm-hmm. is a famous massage book. Um, How do you spell Wiseman? W-I-S-E-M-A-N, mm-hmm. Wiseman, Jay Wiseman. Oh, okay. Yeah. He recently took that form of that book and put it into an instructional video, and we do have that in stock right now. Oh. And I would highly recommend that for couples that are looking for suggestions. Um, another thing, too, uh, would be to look at more of the, the chakra points, mm-hmm. um, and that's more Asian cultures. We don't get too much into that because it's a little bit too instructional for us. Most people that come into the store are looking for for more basic um, 
like position guidelines mm-hmm. and more basic books. But if you do mm-hmm. go on any type of like Amazon.com or in, you know, you can definitely order some books that way. But you know what? Let me back up this. Let me back up here. And and I'm not trying to sell your store, so I'm not trying to do that at all. But I think part of the intimacy also can be going shopping for oh, erotic 100%. material and 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 and, and, and laugh why? and have fun. Absolutely, with it. And, you know. Yeah, and go in the store and use our testers and right. you know smell the products mm-hmm. and right. get involved with them. Exactly, and, and I think and I think there's a difference between like for instance me and going to other stores that that are very sexually charged, very male dominated, mm-hmm. very. Um, I feel even I who used to used to talk about safer sex all the time as a job or whatever I felt dirty going into mm-hmm. where I, at your store I mean there's big open windows it's very open the 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 folks that you have working are very friendly and and willing to help you know help like what are you what are you trying to figure out to get the best product and it I guess if couples come in I mean it, it, that alone could be no I don't want people showing up and being all you know you know uh, using you as a uh, <laughs> coming into your store as a as an erotic place to go, but I mean, but a place to if they that is part of intimacy or or well certainly you know. and that but that also opens up that line of communication exactly. too. So it gets them comfortable, gets them comfortable with the idea of using a product. Right, and we have some great games too. You right, you know, just some touching games. I can just the imagine, dice. Yeah, I can imagine people walking down the street and saying, "Well, I don't want to go into that store because you know I don't want people to think that I have sex." Right. But isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always used to laugh when guys especially would come in, they would buy like the big box of condoms, and then they would ask for a bag. And I'm like, what do you need a bag for? Go up and be like, hey, I'm getting some. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm safe about it. Exactly. But Which should be a turn it, on even more. It should you know? be. And, you know, be proud of your sexuality. And the whole premise is just to really make... Here. Right, yeah. it is. Yeah, none of us would be sitting here if, it, you know, our parents didn't have sex. But the thing, too, that you have to remember is that it's normal. It's not something that's nasty. It is part of our being. We were born as sexual beings, and we need to remember that. And if uh, intercourse, either anal, vaginal, or oral, is not something that's acceptable for us, we can still be sexual beings by simply holding hands, doing, you know, massaging one another's, you know, bodies and, and being comfortable with that. Absolutely. You know? And I think another thing, and I guess I'm going to now sound like I'm like contradicting myself, but I think one of the things that if you can't go into a store or you can't, you don't feel comfortable looking at catalogs or whatever, I mean, you can go to, you, you have a website. Yeah, it's fantastic at, website. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's s3safesexstore.com. Uh, yeah, so you have so, to remember to do the S3, s3safesexstore.com. Um, there's a ton of informational uh, you know information on there as well educational information excuse me and then we also have um, breakdowns of products so right. if you're not sure and this is something that's new for you you explore the website and then if you're not finding the answer to the question email I'm the one who answers those emails nice wow that's, that's great wow great. yeah what a what a wide range of topics we've done tonight absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Beth thank you so much for coming thank in tonight I really appreciate thank it you. And thank you all for listening, and we will be seeing you next week. 
Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbnclosets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhash, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. The Warriors on Tuesday, August 14th at Live at PJ's 102 South, first 10 p.m. with doors opening at 9. Hosted by WCBN FM and No reason. I just like doing things like that. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Liberty, justice, equality. Maybe in the 21st century. I'm having the same problem. I burned the flag for you, baby. Station is WCBN FM Ann Arbor.